0: Welcome to Point Blank, a segment of Radical Media. I'm your host, David. I've got a story from Fox 4 here. Family says CPS mishandled child abuse investigation. That is not surprising in the least bit. CPS mishandles a lot of things, including killing over 100 kids in 2016. You heard that right. The state agency in charge of taking your children away when it deems necessary killed over hundred of them in twenty sixteen. It became such an issue that Governor Greg Abbott had to call it out at the state of the state address. Now when the governor's having to jump down your throat about your inability to do your job right, that's that's pretty bad. So this poor family, an East Dallas couple, this is from Fox Four right here. An East Dallas couple wants to warn others about their run in with child protective services. The Grant family pick up their their kid from, from daycare and notice a, a bruise on the child, so they take the kid to the pediatrician. The pediatrician turns around and calls CPS over a simple bruise. Seriously, kids get bruises. It's, it happens. They run into things. They fall off of things. Their kids, they get bruises. So for the pediatrician to call CPS, that's, that's kind of stupid. They should sue that pediatrician. Now... My biggest issue with CPS, okay, there's two big issues I have with CPS. One, the amount of power they give the perception of wielding. Two, the severe lack of accountability. When a CPS caseworker walks into a home, many of their caseworkers will play on the naivety of that family who thinks that because this this caseworker walked walked into their home, that that person now has total power over their lives. That's not true. CPS actually has very little power. And social workers still have to go through the court system really to do anything at all. They can sit there and they can say they don't like something they see in your house or they don't like the way you do something. Well, that's just their opinion. And really, they can keep it to themselves. Unless it is something that is... Like, explicitly dangerous to a child, like, you know, I don't know, leaving nails scattered across the floor. That, okay, I get that. But most of the time, CPS caseworkers are, they think they're better than everybody to begin with. And they think that because the state gave them a little bit of authority,
1: they get to be the great moral arbiters for how families should live. So, this family gets a call from, C- from CPS saying, hey, we took your kids from their daycare.
0: Okay. One, CPS shouldn't be taking children from anywhere without the parents' knowledge, whether they have a court order or not. Because, let's face it, courts are not always right. Judges are not always right. DAs are not always right. Two, the reason you inform the parents saying, hey... I've got this court order, come take your kids, is to also give them a chance to lawyer up. And they should. No no, no one should go head-to-head with the state without a lawyer. If you ever find yourself in that position, get yourself a lawyer. Believe me, it's going to cost money, but it's worth it. So you have CPS that comes in, takes kids, sometimes without a court order, that has happened, which is illegal, actually. Unless they can provide perfect evidence that it was just completely necessary beyond any, any reasonable doubt that those kids had to be removed at that moment. So they'll come in, they'll act like they operate with total impunity. They'll take kids, they'll go stick them in, sometimes they stick them in foster homes which are worse than the homes they came out of. And, and, and then it's, it's, it turns into the waiting game for the parents who have to wait on a 14-day period before they can go to court, which is stupid. If you're going to take somebody's kids, you better have a court date lined up immediately. Because not only are you traumatizing adults who, you know, as a general rule, should be able to kind of get over it after a while, you're traumatizing children who do not get over it after a while. And, yes, ripping them from their families traumatizes them. So, and and this is, the Grant's hired an attorney, but a judge would not hear their motion for an emergency hearing. That judge should resign immediately. He's a disgrace. He or she is a disgrace. They have no business being on a bench, and they're an asshole. If you're going to grant, if a court order is granted for children to be taken from their parents, that judge better have his ass in that courtroom immediately. One of my other big issues with CPS is the anonymous reporting. Now, people have told me, David, the anonymous reporting is important, you know, because some people feel like they might need to report a situation but don't want retaliation in return. You know what I say to that? Suck it up, buttercup. If it's worth reporting to the state and having the state come in and disrupt that family and traumatize that family you better be willing to stick your name and your credibility on that accusation. These, these stupid anonymous reports, one, they deprive that person, the reports being made against, of the right to face their accuser that they should maintain. If you're going to involve the state and make an, an accusation to the state against somebody, they should have the right to face you. If they decide to corner you and beat the shit out of you later, well, that's on you the the other issue with the with the anonymous reporting is the fact that it is horrendously abused. I have been told myself by caseworkers I've I've talked to in the past that most of the calls they get are bull crap calls to begin with. It's usually uh, one of the big one of the big issues they see is divorcees and child custody. One of the one of the custodial non-custodial parents gets all mad at the other one they decide, oh, I'm just gonna make an anonymous tip to CPS and make their life hell. I actually know, they, I actually know personally someone who has been affected by this. Her stupid ex wanted to throw a hissy fit and cause her problems, so he called CPS on her. And then she had to deal with that whole stupid nightmare. CPS needs to be reined in, it needs to be seriously neutered, and it needs to be held accountable. Those in, the, in, the, in, that, in that state agency. That allowed over 100 children to die in 2016 need to be sitting in prison for
1: the rest of their lives. I'm also for the death penalty. That works for me, too. I mean, it's Texas. Death penalty's great. saves the taxpayers a lot of money. Let's just bring back the firing squad.
0: It's cheap. It's efficient. It's quick. Just gets it out of the way. There's no chemicals, no electrocution. It's just a bullet to the head be done with it.
1: You know? cost-effective, quick, requires a little manpower.
0: Solid plan. Whenever you allow the government to walk into your home and and, and dictate, not just tell you, but dictate to you, uh, your home should be run, you are in dangerous territory. The government should never have that right. And the fact that the government comes in to a, lot, to a lot of these situations, CPS comes into a lot of these situations, to situations that have no need for it at all. But they ignore so many, so many situations that do have a legitimate need for it. CPS has ignored tons of cases of actual child abuse, uh, chemical endangerment, straight up, uh, well, torture. I hate to use that strong of a word, but I ain't got another
1: word for it. They've flat-out ignored cases like that in the past. I've seen it. It's ridiculous. But, you know, someone wants
0: to homeschool, oh, CPS is going to be on their case. You, bet, you can bet your ass on that. CPS is going to be all over that. I think it's ridiculous. Well, this family, fortunately, was able to get this, their, their situation. They were able to get it sorted out it's unfortunate that their children still had to go through the emotional trauma of being ripped from their parents and being held by complete strangers. But hopefully those kids will be able to move on from that. Thankfully, there was one judge that had some sense and dismissed the whole thing and said CPS was acting really just, just acting ridiculous. So thank God for judges like that. Too bad there's not more of those you're going to find as you listen to me more and more, I have an issue with judges. I think a lot of them are douchebags who are lazy and don't care about their jobs. They just want to get elected and collect the paycheck and get to have the power. I know a few
1: good ones. I know some real, I know some real crap ones. If I had my way, I'd strip judges of pretty much half their power and
0: really take away a lot of their off time. So that's my whole spiel on CPS.
1: You agree with me? Cool. If you disagree with me? Cool. You want to actually discuss it? I'm always up to discuss it. If
0: you're going to sit there and if you if you want to re- comment on this, reply to it, I will reply. I will respond to intelligent statements. I don't respond to trolls. Just for future reference on anything I post, I don't respond to trolls. I will ignore you. If you irritate me enough, I will ban you. I will block you. That's just how I roll. I love it when people disagree with me because it always gives me a chance to be proven wrong and grow, but I don't deal with trolls. It doesn't happen. So another topic I want to I go
1: over while we're sitting here, and your ears are now bleeding from the sound of my voice, is I've been in college, and I've had, I've had some good experiences. I've had some negative experiences. I've had some really weird experiences, but all in all,
0: I think looking back, my college experience so far has been fairly positive, Fair, fairly positive, and, but there's a few things that I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put these ideas out there and I do want, I want to hear from you all, I want to hear from the listeners on this and see if maybe, maybe I need to adjust my train of thought on it or, you know, if I'm on the right track
1: but I do want to hear from the listeners, the very few of you that there are. One, what is up with tobacco-free college campuses? I don't understand that. 90% of the
0: students on that college campus are adults of legal age to buy and use tobacco products. If I want to put a dip in while well, I'm sitting out in the, one of the little studying areas outside, I should be able to put a dip in. If I'm sitting in class, I should be able to put a dip in as long as it's not causing an issue for my fellow students. I'm not being disruptive or I'm not, you know, spitting on the floor. I should be able to put a dip in. I should be able to go out to the parking lot and smoke a cigarette. I'm a 27-year-old man. I don't understand tobacco-free campuses. It's understandable like elementary, middle, and high school because they're all minors. Shouldn't be around tobacco anyway. But seriously, come on. I'm paying money to be there. It's not some charity they're offering me. I'm not there by their good graces. I'm paying them to provide me with an educational service. Not tell me what I can't, you know, that I can't take you in nicotine. Ridiculous. My second thing is, all right, so a lot of people, I hear a lot out of, especially folks my age, the cost of college. And I've come to kind of, Kinda see what, I see where I see what they're coming from. Why are college students taking classes that have nothing to do with their degree plans or their majors? I don't understand that. All it does is waste a semester of time and money for them. Like I, I had a, I was going over there to, to Trinity Valley, and I had a guy who was his his major was virology, the study of viruses. This is a STEM field. This is a very a fairly specialized STEM field. Why did he need humanities? I don't get that. What does humanities do for his education in virology? He needs to be in more math and science classes, not, not humanities. Not paying for humanities and wasting a semester on it. That made absolutely no sense. So here's how I think this should work. Get rid of all them stupid classes that do absolutely nothing for a degree plan
1: and just add in more classes that do. Seriously, if I'm studying frigging software
0: engineering, do I really need to learn how to, like, do do I really need to appreciate poetry? No. I don't need to appreciate poetry. I need to learn how to, I need to learn more math. And, and other relevant topics that per- will pertain to software engineering or architecture or... All right, I get it. For some degrees, okay, throw, some, throw a little extra in there to kind
1: of, quote-unquote, round it out, which I think is completely retarded. <laughs> like, for STEM fields? Seriously?
0: Yep, yep, he's going to be designing the rocket's that carry us to Jupiter. Better make sure he knows Shakespeare. That'll be important. Better make sure he he knows how a how a theater crew puts together a play. That'll be important from when he when he's designing those rockets taking us to Jupiter. What freaking sense does that make? So all it's doing is tacking on extra cost and time, and time is actually money. So it's just more just more cost. And then boom you got college kids who are struggling to pay for college, and then they have to go take out all these student loans, which if they go through a federal student loan, that'll be fun for them 20 years down the road. If they go try to get a a student loan through a private lender, well, congratulations. All these subsidized student loans are now causing... It's going to (laughs) cause... Oh, my God. I could go on a whole other rant just about subsidized the, the, the damage that subsidized lending has done for, for like student loans. It's ridiculous. Now, this one, this issue I have in particular is, is probably going to tick off anyone who's a teacher. So if you're, if you're a teacher or you're a college
1: professor, trigger warning, I'm probably going to piss you off. What Seriously, what is the humongous
0: deal about plagiarism? I get it. It's unethical. It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. It is technically cheating. But just the way it's treated by, by colleges, you might as well, like, straight up murder somebody, and that would be a lesser crime than plagiarism. I don't understand why it is of the ethical value that is equivalent to ruining a student's college career because they plagiarized. I, I don't get it. Give him a zero. Discipline him. Discipline the student. No big problem. But when, I get, when I'm sitting here getting told, oh, if you plagiarize, not only are you going to fail the entire course, we're going to kick you out of college, too, and you won't be able to go to college anywhere else for a year or so. That's that is, that is no That does not fit the crime. That is ridiculous. And quite frankly, I think a lot of colleges are ridiculous about plagiarism anyway. Like I said earlier, yeah, it's unethical. It's cheating. It's immoral. It's basically theft. So treat it like theft. Don't sit there and harp on it in such a way that I get the the, the vibe that you find it like a more horrendous crime than murder or like rape or something. Because that's, that's the vibe I get. I feel like if... <laughs> If, if a student murders another student on campus, that's going to be treated a lot less harshly than a student who plagiarizes. That's the vibe I get, and I, I find that ridiculous. It's just plagiarism. My God. Now, that's for students listening. Don't sit there and try to twist my words and say I approve of plagiarism because I do not. It's still unethical, and it is the equivalent of theft. I just don't think you should be completely kicked out of college and academically ruined for the rest of your life. I mean, I could I could probably go on. There's plenty of things I've found wrong with college that leave me sitting there scratching my head. Thankfully, I've actually had I've had a decent experience so far. Uh, I'm I'm in journalism classes and I went into journalism the journalism field at my college. Fully expecting to just be completely railroaded and hated by my, my professor. But my journalism professor is actually on point. She is very objective. She is very fair. And she doesn't... She knows where I stand on a lot of things. She knows I'm a conservative. She knows I like my guns. She doesn't treat me any differently. And she is actually a phenomenal professor. I have no complaints. Most, most of my professors so far have been pretty outstanding. I've had... I've had an, some experiences with some other ones that weren't very positive all around. I like one very specific professor that
1: me and him just, we, didn't, we did not mesh well. He, uh, <laughs> he was not a fan of mine. All
0: in all, I, I can't really complain about my, my professors so far. Um, I'd probably make higher grades if I didn't miss so much work. I guess. It, they haven't, they haven't had a problem with me. Any low grades I've gotten have been on me. They haven't, they, haven't, they haven't screwed me out of grades, which I know has been a problem on some other college campuses for conservative students where professors will go and screw with your grade because they just
1: don't like you because you're a conservative. Oh, my God. He's got a different opinion. We have to ostracize him and show him the true,
0: the true value of academia. a liberal standpoint there's plenty of that and it's well documented i mean good god all right so this happened a while back but steven crowder was up at uh that university in utah where i think i think ben shapiro was gonna be speaking there and antifa was there talking about bringing firearms and knives onto onto campus cause harm they handed not gay Jared a an ice I think it was an ice pick and they said oh you know stab him this way and when Crowder took that video to like the low, you know a lot of the media that was there they didn't want to see it they didn't care it was Antifa It was their little darling child Antifa can do no wrong Bullcrap. Antifa is a terrorist organization they're full of crap. They don't know what they actually believe. And, well, I'll just say they are lucky they're not actually dealing with a fascist police force because they would, there'd be a lot
1: less of them alive right now. But even the school didn't seem to care. that These, these, these Antifa people were bringing weapons. It's ridiculous.
0: It's beyond ridiculous. I mean, good Lord, Ben Shapiro's got to hire bodyguards when he goes to college campuses because of the, the, the actual physical danger he, he could be in. And all the administrators at those schools do is say, well, well, it's 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 what the students wanted. Now, tell you what, you're a, you're a college or a university administrator and you've got that kind of issue going on at your school where you've got certain people coming to speak and and you've got students that are lashing out at them especially when it become, especially when it becomes physical it's like threat, it's a threat of physical violence against your against your guest speaker you better sack up and grow some spine and put your students in their place there is a certain degree to which i tell school administrators i'm paying you to provide me with a service so i'm not playing by some of your stupid rules It becomes another issue entirely when students begin to actually cause criminal issue on a campus. It becomes another issue entirely when you have students that are basically committing the textbook definition of terrorism on your campus because they don't like who's showing up. Colleges and universities are meant to be places where you exchange ideas and you grow Academically. Not where you basically turn into Nazis to fight the people you're calling Nazis. Which Antifa's really, they they are Nazis in their own way. They are closer to the Nazis than pretty much any other group in this country right now. And they can get pissed at me all they want. I don't give a shit. I'll tell it
1: it to their face. I don't care. What are they going to do? Scream at me? docs me? Cool. Go right ahead. I carry. So <laughs> if, if you are a school administrator out there and you cannot control your
0: students, you either need to grow a spine or resign and let somebody better take that job for you. Don't forget that the... B, the I always want to say Beto, but don't forget that the Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz debate... Is Friday this coming Friday at SMU? I'm looking up that time for you real quick, just to just to be sure I got it right. It will be live streamed on N- uh, NBC DFW, and you can see it live on NBC Five. Be prepared to
1: watch Ted Cruz just completely obliterate O'Rourke because O'Rourke. He's a socialist. And socialists can never defend their their ideals. Also, there is one more thing I want to touch on, and that is this whole big, stupid deal surrounding Brett Kavanaugh. And And I saw on Facebook earlier a couple of different posts from different people basically equating... The accusations against Kavanaugh with people holding O'Rourke's previous crimes against him, they're not the same. Here's why.
0: O'Rourke was caught and arrested committing these crimes. DUI,
1: criminal trespass, possibly burglary. Brett Kavanaugh has an accusation
0: An an unsubstantiated
1: accusation made against him by somebody he hasn't probably seen in nearly 40 years. the, The accusation is of
0: a crime that apparently happened nearly 40 years ago, and the
1: people that have been Referenced as possible witnesses, I'll say it never happened. Now,
0: here's exactly what this whole mess is. This is the Democrats making one last-ditch effort at the final moment before confirmation to derail it. Brett Kavanaugh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say this. Brett Kavanaugh never did what he was accused of doing.
1: That Ford lady's full of crap. And she's probably being paid. Diane Feinstein is a piece of crap for pulling this stunt. And this is the Democrats doing what Democrats do. Politicians lie to you. Democrats lie about you. And they do it all the time. They are nothing but liars. And it looks like that debate, on a side note, it looks like that debate is going to be at 5. Google it. Don't ever take my word for something. Go look it up. Do your own research. Good for you. This 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 whole Brett Kavanaugh thing is just Democrats trying to
0: derail it. They want to try to push it off until they can. They're hoping they can take back the Senate, and then they can sit there and play the whole game of let's keep putting off his his nominee picks, denying his nominee picks until. We can hopefully get him out of office and then we can put a leftist in there. Because Democrats, they want the Supreme Court to legislate leftist policy from the bench for them. And the Supreme Court, so far, has done a lot of that, especially when Obama was in office. They tried to legislate from the bench. There are several
1: judicial activist judges on the Supreme Court right now. Hagan, Ginsburg... Hopefully that old
0: bat kicks the bucket soon. I mean, good Lord, she's old. She's senile. She has no business still being on the Supreme Court. Honestly, I think they should put a cap on it. It should not be a lifetime appointment. But this whole thing is just Democrats trying to stall. They want to take back the Senate. And they keep keep denying any nomination that Trump puts forward. So hopefully they can get him out of office, which probably ain't going to happen. He's probably going Trump's probably going to get a second term.
1: The Democrats are making sure of that. All the crap they pull, it's the same crap they were pulling that got him elected in the first place. So keep it up, Democrats. You're doing great for the Republican Party. I mean, the Texas State Senate, there was a
0: seat, that just won. that's been blue for like 100 40 years, it's swung red this election. Hello, Democrats,
1: you're doing something wrong. Of course, I'm willing to bet that election probably had, well, I'm going to suppose this. It might, it might be wrong. It might be right. I'm going to go ahead and suppose it
0: probably had something to do with the voter ID laws because when the illegals can't vote. Democrats don't get elected as often. Also, when your dead relatives in the cemetery don't vote, Democrats also don't get elected. It's awesome. That's often.
1: Sorry, I misspoke. I do that a lot. Get used to it. So this whole spiel is a load of horse crap. And honestly, the Republicans just need to ignore it all. And you just push
0: it out the door because there's no way the FBI can investigate this. They... There's a reason they went ahead and just sent it all to the White House. They can't investigate a crime
1: from 40 years ago when there's one, no, no time, no place. um, Really no,
0: no credible witnesses or I wouldn't say, okay, maybe not credible witnesses,
1: no witnesses that are backing up her accusation. What are they going to investigate? And of course, you know.
0: Grassley says, okay, yeah, sure, let her come up here and speak. The Democrats are suddenly turning around. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. She's not ready. She shouldn't have to speak right now. No, 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 no. Either she needs to back up her accusations and get up in front of everybody and back them up, or she needs to shut up, recant them, and just move along with her life. Because this, this entire process is just one big game of stupid at this point. Democrats need to get out of the way of legal process going on, and they, need, they just need to suck it up. They want to make changes, they need to start winning elections. And they need to start winning elections by American voters, not illegals, dead people, and dead pets. Sorry if I seem to be in a bit of a sour mood tonight. All this stupid just has me just, I, I can only take in so much stupid at a time. I've already hit my, I, I hit my limit for today around 10 o'clock this morning.
1: And it just kept piling on. <laughs> so Trump is going to be declassifying some some of the documents that it had been declassified months ago. I don't know what took him so long. He should have
0: done this already. Just declassify it all, get it out in the open. Let's get get this whole stupid Russian collusion investigation out of the way. Let's
1: just get it done and over with. We have more important things as a nation to worry about. Just go ahead, declassify it,
0: see all the corrupt, shady, illegal crap Clinton's been doing. That's probably in there. He does a lot of corrupt, shady, illegal stuff. I mean, Hillary Clinton is the definition of corruption. The words Hillary Clinton should just speak for themselves at this point. Because, I mean, I don't know how else to sum it up. It just wouldn't be redundant. Hillary, Clinton's is, Hillary Clinton is corrupt. It, that's redundant. These documents are getting declassified. And I, I, for one, am actually kind of curious what's inside these. What's lurking in those pages? Of course, right now, it's all redacted, 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 redacted. Once all that redaction's gone... I'm really looking forward to seeing what the inside of that can of worms looks like. Because so far, this whole Russian
1: collusion investigation has been one big, been one big sham. Oh, they indicted some Russians. So freaking what?
0: They, they indicted some Russians that will never, probably never step foot in the United States. What are we supposed to do about them? Congratulations, you indicted somebody you can never arrest or charge with anything. Uh, no, that that right there was just that was a dog and pony show. That's all it was was a dog and pony show. There's a way for the special counsel to trot out, look what the progress we're making, and pinning this all on Trump. When progress, it was it was a dog and pony show. That's that's all there was to it. This entire investigation has been a sham from day one. Democrats couldn't couldn't wrap their heads around that they lost. Because it's literally impossible that, any, that anyone could ever disagree with a Democrat. Okay, you know what? I'll be fair to a lot of the Democrats who are still fairly moderate. Take every time I've said Democrat
1: so far, replace it with leftist.
0: And by leftist, I mean the Obama, Bernie Sanders,
1: socialist supporting... Antifa-supporting whack jobs who, whenever a an opposing opinion or something that doesn't fit into their
0: perfect little worldview gets introduced to them, they have mental breakdown. That's what I mean by leftist. So Go ahead and take every time I've said Democrat so far,
1: take Democrat out, put leftist in. Just so that just so that distinction is clear. There there are some, I do know
0: some some decent Democrats who are still fairly moderate. And I I feel like I'm being unfair to them. And I don't want to be unfair to them because they're intelligent people
1: who shouldn't shouldn't be lumped in with the leftist crazies. But it is that leftism. It is that swinging, swinging
0: far out there, getting out into like Bernie Sanders territory Friggin'
1: Ocasio-Cortez. Good God, is she stupid. It's mind-blowing how dumb she is. And I know, I know.
0: David, you, knew, you should probably speak with a more civilized tone. I have, no, I have almost no interest in civility. I really don't. Because I'm not going to get it back. I'm not going to waste my time. But I'm going to let the more educated and more pedigreed people like Shapiro... And Andrew Claven
1: be civil? I'm not civil. I'm a soldier. I don't do civility. I'm a soldier at heart. So, yeah. Mr. Clavin, Mr. Shapiro. Look, I don't know why they give Michael Knowles so much crap. I think
0: Michael Knowles is awesome. He's a very well-spoken, very well-thought-out man with marvelous hair. Seriously, his hair, it's great. I am so jealous. I wish I had hair like that. But I'm bald. I went bald at like 22. It's not fair. But let me tell you, I can get one hell of a shine on that on my head. I can signal other planets with a shine on my head. It is marvelous. But I do miss my hair. I wish I could have it back. I tell my wife all the time, I wish I had hair. And she says, why? I said, because... My hair was amazing. It was so gorgeous. He says, but you look better bald. I said, no, I look 45 bald. I want to look 27 again. It's wishful thinking. But yeah, I'll, I'll leave civility to the, the more educated, more pedigreed folks. I have no interest in it. I do hope one day i I can be as, I can be as intellectual as Mark Levin, though. I do hope that. Mark Levin is one of my heroes. But don't now, okay, so don't get it wrong. I'm not gonna go completely in the opposite direction. I'm not I'm not gonna get like Alex Jones crazy. I ain't doing that. I'm not getting out in left field. Well, right field, I guess. Left field, right field, he'd be right field. I'm not getting way out there in right field with him. I mean, he tried tried to pick a fight with Marco Rubio, who's probably one of the nicest guys ever walked this earth. You wanna talk about a civilized, polished-up gentleman, Marco frickin' Rubio. And Alex Jones was trying to pick a fight with him, which was kind of stupid on Jones's part, because Marco Rubio would probably would be one of his allies in his fight to, against the censorship, which I agree. Jones should not have been censored. The the, the social platform should not have kicked him off. They shouldn't have done what they did to him. That was wrong. I don't agree with Alex Jones on a lot. I think he's a crazy man, but he should not have been kicked off the way he was. And that's another problem that a lot of these big platforms have. They want to present themselves as a public utility, as a neutral public forum for discussion and, and the exchange of ideas but then they go and they act like a private publisher. Pick one. Are you a public utility like a phone line, or are you a private publisher who should be held accountable for what happens on your website? If you want the legal protection of not being held accountable for what wackos do on your website, stick to being more of a a public utility. Figure it out, big tech. You really need to, because... If there's one thing a free market will always guarantee is that somebody will rise up and become a competitor and they will beat you at your own game. It's guaranteed. It may take a while because all you lefties out there in Silicon Valley have all the freaking money in the world, but eventually the market will catch up with you. You are not invincible. You are not untouchable. Well, that's all I got for today.
1: Have a fantastic afternoon, and I will see y'all next time.